Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, and life in a northern town. Feel free to leave comments on the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and let's keep the conversation going online. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. Hello, I just want to talk about the impressions that I had after going to the Grand Rapids AQS quilt show. It was amazing. But let me give you a little update on what's been happening in my life this week. Um, you know, this has been a week of, of nothing going right. Uh, have you ever had one of those weeks? I think it started with a full moon last weekend or something. I, uh, I got sick at the end of the Grand Rapids quilt show and I'm three and a half hours from home but my mom was with me and we had the most wonderful time and I got to her house which is about an hour and a half from the um, convention center and my husband picked me up and I spent several days in bed being uh, sick and headachey and vertigo and all the business that goes with it and I didn't go to work on Monday Everything I did, you know, is just off because I wasn't well. My balance was off. Everything was a chore. Took twice as long. I went to work um, for a little bit on Tuesday because we had a very unexpected storm roll through Monday at 2 o'clock in the morning with 70 mile an hour winds. I wouldn't be surprised if they determined that a tornado was in there. I didn't sleep hardly at all. The wind howled for a bit, but you just kept hearing the trees and all of that horrible stuff. Got up, surveyed the damage. Um, We had several trees down. And the really bizarre thing was, you know, the trees would snap off at the top and lay on people's houses. We were very fortunate. My house and garage did not get damaged. But down the road, Someone had the top of a pine tree broke off and it looked like they threaded a needle right through the rafters of the roof of their house. It was the most bizarre thing that I have ever seen. And, you know, Tuesday we had no power until in the afternoon, which is very rare for us. So I stayed home from work because what can you do sitting in the dark and no air conditioning because it warmed up. And we had trees in the yard that needed to be cut up because my husband has a chainsaw. He didn't go to work either and we cleaned up what we could and put it to the road and the city came and picked it up, which was very nice of them. And then Tuesday night at 8.30, another storm front came through with another big amount of 70 mile an hour winds and tornadoes were confirmed in other counties and it knocked more trees over in our yard, not to the point where they broke off. but more people had a lot of damage because the trees were weak. Well, we have trees leaning over the fairy garden. And so I'm going to pack it up so we can cut those trees down so they're safe. But what a mess. Work has been off. Everyone's been, it's just been odd and cranky and crabby because of all of this going on. And wouldn't you know, the gremlins have been in the system for me. And uh, every time I go to podcast, something has gone wrong with my system here. Um, Or the neighbors start arguing and um, that's distracting and difficult. 
yeah, I, I've been writing things up. I read and read and reread my stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, there's a lot of mistakes. I've had to correct them. But in the, in the end, it's Friday after my work hours. And <clears throat> it's a three-day holiday weekend. I'm so excited. So I went to the doctor yesterday. And he asked me, what are your big plans for the weekend? And I said, we're going to Ikea in Canton, Michigan, which is a suburb of the Detroit area. And he looked at me and I'm like, really? And I'm like, well, we're remodeling our house in the bathroom is the part that we're doing and they have what I want. Uh, the good news is the good doctor called me back this morning and said, my blood sugars are much more controlled and in a more normal range. And he was very pleased. I'm so excited about it. I've been kind of fretting about it and having a lot of, you know, leg pain and back pain, which is more to do with ergonomics at work. And I only lost one pound though over the last 90 days. So now I need to couple my um, eating habit strategy with weight loss strategy of portions, calories, and activity. And I think I'll be able to be more healthy, really more healthy. Not just saying that to say I want to lose weight, but no, I want to be more healthy and have less pain. So we're going to work on that program. So it ended on a good note after all of the weird things and everything not going right and everything I sewed. I should never sew or try to quilt when I'm not 100% because you just have to redo everything that you did, right? So overall, I am feeling much better and I'm ready for this road trip to Ikea. And I don't know where else we're going to go. We're going to spend one night because we use the online booking, um, I think hotels.com. And with the Highland Games, uh, my husband and I use quite a few hotels over the year and then you get like one free night and we're like yeah we're getting out of town because if you don't live in a tourist town let me tell you the special things about being in a town when all of Detroit and all of southern Michigan comes north for the final weekend of camping because school starts in our state next week some people have started already but most places are trying to squeeze that last little bit of summer out. You cannot go anywhere without a sea of humanity. I live in a tiny town that's a tourist town, but we don't have a lot of people that work in the businesses. So things get backed up, trying to get gas is impossible, trying to get groceries is impossible, trying to drive anywhere is terrible. People are hauling humongous camper trailers with boats and cars. I've seen people driving these massive motorhomes that are probably million dollar motorhomes towing a boat that is towing a little car. And they don't have CDL licenses and it's very obvious they don't do this very often. And I'm not saying it's everybody, but it, you know, it just after a while I'm like, we go south to the city when there's no one there. Because literally you can go to some of the museums and go to some of the places like the zoo or something and there's no one there because they're all up north it's the weirdest thing um it's a midwestern thing it wasn't much different when we lived in wisconsin or either we'd go to chicago or milwaukee and everybody would be in northern wisconsin camping <laughs> so tell me if you are um 
familiar with this pattern of everyone like leaving and going to a more touristic area with because uh, we have a lot of woods and forests and um, the Great Lakes and lakes and fishing. So we get a lot of people that come up north. So Ikea, I'm excited. I don't know what my legs, uh, you know, they may be a little tired and I don't know if we can do a zoo trip or maybe we'll see if some friends are around or who knows. That will be another adventure. So let's talk more about AQS. You know, it is the American Quilter Society's show and they do several around the country throughout the year. And I'll tell you, it is an amazing thing to go. Now, when I first started going to AQS, probably about 2013, I would really get like almost bummed and depressed that I could never do the things that I saw at the show. And I didn't get as as much as inspiration then as I did feeling defeated and then I just couldn't do. But now I'm like, I can do most things. Obviously I can't do what a computer does. And some things are beyond anything I would ever want to attempt. And some things are just quite honestly, completely insane, but I love going. I saw some of the most beautiful quilts but I knew going in that there are three or four things that I don't particularly find uh, appeal to me. And I thought I would talk about, you know, trends that I saw at the show and things that I personally don't like or don't understand. And going into it, there's a fad that I've seen at these kind of shows. And that's like 10,000 um, Swarovski crystals being hand applied to quilts. You know, it's kind of not my thing. I don't really like words on quilts either, like applique words or um, words in quilting. I've done some of that in the quilting and I don't really like it, but I knew that and I don't really like memory quilts. I don't know why. I just don't. It makes me feel sad, I think, instead of rejoicing a, um, you know, the life of the person. But what... I thought is only a couple things that I don't like, but I'm going to talk about that right now. The things that I didn't really like, I realized were way more than those three things. I saw lots of amazing and beautiful quilts. And some of the things that I didn't like was a memory quilt that was in a guild challenge that was um, I didn't read it because I didn't want to get that close. It made me uncomfortable. It was a military uniform, which, you know, I don't particularly like in quilts anyway. And the arms were still hanging out like the person was there and they were crossed. And I was just like, I, you know, that's not my thing. There's certain aesthetics that I realized that I've evolved beyond. And that was the quilt show winner did an absolutely beautiful job of executing workmanship and a beautiful quilt but it was a applique um, modernized sampler quilt and I it was very similar to the winner last year I mean I can't say anything except that it didn't appeal to me but the quilt that won best use of color looked like a branch of a pine tree hanging down into the main frame of the quilt and it was focused on the pine cones and the use of color was just breathtaking in person. My photo that I took of it, it just doesn't capture 
the depth and the amazing use of fabric and color. I really don't know how they did this. I don't know if it was all applique, if there's any paint applied. I don't know. The quilting on it was just amazing. So those were some things that, you know, I was like, uh, no, that didn't, wasn't super exciting, you know, the best in show. But they had a lot of things there that I also realized that are not my personal preferences. And they're amazing to look at and I think they're wonderful. But, you know, I'm not a big fan of recreating a quilt that looks just like an art piece or uh, oil painting. You know, I'm not, not a big fan of that. I would never do it. I don't understand why we'd want to try to recreate an oil painting or a photo. Even though I liked the pine cones, it was original enough to still feel quilty to me. The other thing that I'm not a big fan of are statement quilts of, you know, political commentary or um, social things. You know, they're just kind of not my thing. And there are a few of those at every quilt show and everyone has a right to express themselves how they want. And some of the quilts like that are absolutely gorgeous, but they're not my favorite. You know, same with jokes and joke quilts or quilts that tell a joke. So if they're real, it's like a big, you know, some of it is just kind of doesn't appeal to me. But I'm going to tell you, though, later on what I did like. I did see a quilt that was a big pun uh, in the Van Gogh. It was very clever and I liked it. So we'll talk about that later. The other thing that um, I realized that I'm not a big fan of are like Baltimore album quilts. They speak old fashioned to me. And I think that's part of the old fashionedness that I'm not a big fan of. But I do love people who take these old ideas and cleverly rearrange them into a modern take on that. And there's more and more of that coming in this particular show, which I've not noticed before, which I applaud them. I think that's great. The other thing I'm not a big fan of are people who are taking actual pictures and transferring them onto um, paper, you know, or fabric and then putting them in. So they're like photorealistic, you know, transfers. And, you know, I don't know why it's just, I just don't care for it. So I saw a little bit of those throughout the quilt show. Um, and I'm seeing that a lot in any quilt show that I go to. And I just thought it's interesting how, um, as I have traveled the journey of being a quilter for almost three decades now, that, no, it's over three decades, really. Wow. Okay, enough of that. That is interesting how uh, my tastes have changed a lot. I used to absolutely adore um, Baltimore album quilts, and I still can see the beauty in them, but I wouldn't stand and study it and want to try to recreate or take inspiration from them, I guess, uh, because I guess I, I used to like them and now I've moved on. The other thing that um, I realized at the show is I am getting to be a minimalistic, modern taste, really the modern aesthetic is um, they call it 
in the Modern Quilt Guild. And it surprised me because I considered myself really more of a fusion quilter, which was updating maybe some old ideas and putting a fresh twist on it. And also fusion meant to me taking all the experiences that I have in this big melting pot and then creating something new out of it, which I'm realizing is really what modern, some of the modern quilts that I've made are. So I want to pull up my little photo gallery so I can talk about what I saw first in the show was the, um, iQuilt is the online learning program that the AQS, um, runs and they had their teacher's gallery and I got to see one of my all-time favorite long armors quilt there. It's Judy Madsen had a quilt there called Playtime Secondary Designs. She's a genius with a long arm. Uh, she's also known as Green Fairy Quilts. Her quilting is so tiny and one time I commented on how um I left uh, some space in a quilt and a customer wanted me to load the quilt back on the frame and add to it. And she said, that's how she got started on this tiny quilting is that she had a similar experience and then she took it to this point where she custom quilts everything so much that um, it's micro microscopic almost. I, you have to really get close to appreciate how many stitches are on these. I also found several other of the quilters um, who are teachers did some amazing work with quilting, hand quilting, samples of their books and things in their classes. And I'm like, wow, these things are amazing. The next section we went to was the quilts that were in QuiltCon last February. I was thrilled to be able to see them because I almost cried the whole weekend of QuiltCon because I couldn't go. It just wasn't um, in the budget. It was in California and traveling in February is really, really difficult in Michigan. Little sneaky peek though. I think I'm going to QuiltCon in February because my husband has a four-wheel drive truck and he is a very good driver. And QuiltCon is in Nashville. That is not too far from my house, about 12 hours. And he's going to go do Civil War um, battlefields and sites, which I've done. And I enjoy history, but not as much as he does. And he can take his time while I'm at the show. So I really enjoyed the quilts that were there. Um, I got to see the little skinny blue and skinny strip blue and white quilt. That was at Quilt Con that I believe it won a prize. I also got to see the one that had a lot of thread on it that was called plaid with all the colors in the plaid were from the thread except for a few scattered little pieces of confetti on a negative space. I also noticed that a facing is in and facing was throughout the whole show, not just the Quilt Con section. There were so many beautiful quilts that were improv and fabulous use of color, modern designs, and I was just wowed. So I'm so looking forward to QuiltCon next year. 
The next part of the quilt show that we saw was the Cherry Woods Van Gogh Challenge. You know, Cherry Wood has hand-dyed amazing fabrics. If you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. Um, I buy a grab bag every year. It's little cut-off pieces. I think they're about six by nine. And um, their collection of 30 or 40 colors from maybe little pieces that were seconds or cutoffs that they couldn't put in anything else. And I bought also a, a strip set that's equivalent to a jelly roll. So Van Gogh was the theme of his famous blues and yellows and blacks. And the little quilts that were in the challenge are probably two feet across. Wow. Um, maybe they're a tiny bit smaller. They're amazing how each one is a little gem. Um, the Lion King was like that the last time I was there. But this Van Gogh with the blue is so, so tranquil. There were lots of people who did Starry Night takeoffs. Um, some people did actually Van Gogh himself. Um, I even saw there's a few that looked like Paris with Van Gogh inspired sky. But as much as I don't like joke quilts, my, I mean, you've got to look up these to see them online if you haven't. Been seeing them in person is ever so much better. But there was one almost joke quilt that stood out to me and it really was more of a pun and yet it was executed so well you didn't realize when you looked at it that it was a joke van go it was a vw van from the 60s appliqued onto a sky that looked like a you know starry night inspired sky and when i look at the van going the van has starry night applique you know all on the side of the panels of the van van go himself looks like he is several self portraits in the screen character um all riding in the seats and i'm not sure who's driving the van but he's pretty funny and there's a big skull in the front where it would say vw i laughed and it made me smile and i thought it was the most clever art inspired cool little quilt i've ever ever seen check out the van go with the vw van it's amazing it is in my little um youtube video and i may have commented on it but there's so many beautiful quilts i mean the amount of inspiration is incredible. Now my friend also went to AQS and I, I work with her and we passed and actually to see each other. She loves purple. Purple is her her thing. And Cherry Woods challenge this year I think is going to be unveiled maybe for the first time in Houston. And she's going to see the Prince challenge as Prince the musician. Um, some of the winners I've seen online is amazing and so I can't she's gonna um, tell me all about it and I hope that Prince challenge quilts are at the AQS next fall or next August when I go so Cherrywood buy some you'll love it it works beautifully quilts beautifully you just have to read the directions because it is hand dyed so as I went through the rest of the show, quilting was king. It was not the secondary. It was the forefront. The A lot of quilting, hand quilting, modern quilting, it was amazing. Just amazing. 
I saw things that were very inspiring with their color palettes. I loved some that were actually surprisingly neutral and semi-low volume. One looked like the cathedral of the churches I've seen in Europe with the high arching. And it was all the cream stone and gray colors. But there was pops of blue where there were skylights. Oh, it was just incredible and very, very clever. There were some that were incredibly amazingly pieced. They were, I have no idea how they did it. It was like pieces of confetti glued down. I don't know. It was incredible. I probably wouldn't have done it, but the pieces were, they were good. Now, one quilt that was a memory quilt that didn't smack you in the face as a member. Remember, I don't like memory quilts, you know, because they usually use the people's clothing and it's very um, sad to me. Is one that was called, all it said was, Remembering Marge by Ingrid, Ingrid Witcher of Pensacola, Florida. It was just a big blue quilt with one color, except for in the corner was one teeny tiny little pieced string patch. You know, one little rectangle. It was probably less than two feet. And this was a very large quilt. And she kind of framed that with the beautiful bright blue in the sea of this royal blue. And the quilting was exquisite. And I'm going to guess that she was remembering Marge by that little tiny piece, string piece. And it made my mother cry because someone honored Marge so much that she took this little tiny, almost looks like a doll quilt, and put it in this gorgeous, gorgeous queen size bedspread. It was nothing but a sea of blue with the incredible quilting. I could go on and on and talk all day, but you see quilts from other countries. We saw quilts from a guild in Taiwan. We also saw quilts from a guild in South Korea, impeccably, beautifully pieced, as well as having um, some great ideas like a collection of little minis. Oh, remember I was talking about that earlier and I haven't made tons of them yet, but I'm getting there. And they put them in these minis were all the same size and they actually sewed them together for the show, you know, as in just the corners. So you could see that they were still separate, but hung as a collection. Wow. They were great and great ideas. And there were some that were very clever. Triptychs is another thing that I've noticed. A triptych, I learned this on Trading Spaces, is three panels of something hung together as one piece of art and visually they make one unit and they were amazing. The um, color palette was everything from low volume to wild and crazy. And um, But my favorites were modern. Some, you know, that were um, improv pieced were some of my favorites, whether it was curvy improv piecing or um, straight. The other thing I noticed that I really like was the graphic punch of some of the minimalist quilts. Um, there was one quilt from the book that had the patterns called Southwestern Modern. It was blues, whites, and a taupe. I've seen that going around Instagram. It's called Celo, um, Celo, S-I-E-L-O. And it was by Christy Schroeder, who I do believe um, wrote the pattern. And it had straight line 
quilting on it, I would do curves because straight lines are not always my friend. <laughs> but oh my gosh, go to a show. You'll love it. And I hope that you walk away from a quilt show like this inspired, not disappointed or in yourself or feeling discouraged, but encouraged because I think that's the whole thing. Um, what did I buy? That's always the question. When you go to a show, do you take classes? Um, for me, it's no. I get too overwhelmed with sensory overload with the sights and sounds. I don't think that's what triggered my vertigo, but maybe part of the weather and being sick with a cold. And I have to do things one step at a time. And enjoy going to a show because they, there's really nothing else like it. And if you have the ability to take your time and go through a show in a couple of days, that would be awesome. And then maybe you could even do a class or something. Um, I didn't have the luxury of doing that. Um, but I know people who do and they really, really enjoy it. The other thing is um, I wanted to encourage you to squeeze out the rest of summer for you too. I mean, we're getting fall color on the trees. It's dropping down the 50s at night. So I um, did indulge in a pumpkin spice muffin from Tim Hortons. And, um, you know, I'll be getting my orange fall themed quilts out and, and the seasons are changing. And I'm thinking about my new year because... For me, New Year starts in September and my New Year project will be working on some patterns for our creative souls and trying to get that uh, off the ground basically from an idea to an action. I encourage everybody to enjoy but to also take time every day to be creative and to quilt on. Don't forget that you can um, Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I do in probably three or four times a month a little video. Um, it's Vicki Holloway is the YouTube channel name. Um, the blog with the show notes is mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Instagram, it's Vicki Holloway Quilting. And I do a newsletter once a month that you can sign up through my blog. You know, the thing about the newsletter is that I try to do it twice a month, but I don't know. I may go to monthly. I'm not really sure, you know, why I would want to do a newsletter more often. It just is a cute little short piece that talks about reminding you that I post things, maybe have things for sale. I have two patterns in my pattern shop. And any other little free tutorials and videos that I may have done. So that's a fun thing to sign up for. And for those who really feel led, I do have a patron page that you can access through the blog. So enjoy. I'm going to take three-day weekend, head to Ikea. I have my list of all the things that I would like to purchase for our renovation as well as some organizing and maybe a new Kalex system. K-A-L-L-A-X is the name of the system I have for storage in my craft room because it's not a sewing room because remember I sew, I sew on the dining room table and I podcast from the dining room table. That's why when my neighbors are outside fighting, um, you can hear it. Um, I hope not. Anyway, um, peace and I will be back in about a week. I'll update you on my Ikea run. Well done, everyone.